Hey Jay. Hey Will. Leave that Sydney shit at the door. <laughs> oh, welcome to part two of our limited series uh, where we're recapping the failed Australian podcast, The Sydney Gaze. I have with me, hey, Laurie. He, he, G. <laughs> he, Lee. He, G. <laughs> Who do they think they are? I've seen them eat. Well, I've never seen them at the gym. Because <laughs> they don't eat. Cause they don't go to the gym. <laughs> Leave what it. would our song be? <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to find. I, I wonder if they made that song themselves because I would love to do our own version of that. song. No, I think they picked that song out of a out of a catalog. Yeah, of course they made it themselves. Yeah, but where they got the instruments? But you know, I think we're gonna find out. That oh, well, oh, you mean the sound, the actual? I thought you were talking about the words. No, the backing track. <laughs> oh, I'm so yeah, no, no, I no. <laughs> That was so weird. They were like, this is so weird. There's a song called Sydney Gaze. <laughs> and it like weirdly reflects yeah. our our podcast, guys. We gotta we gotta run with it. Oh my god. I gotta give some very big props um to Laura Layla. It says it's five fifteen AM here in Sydney, but I'll respectfully leave that shit at the deer. Uh, so oh that means she's in, she's in Sydney right now, and she's listening. I'm going to tell you something, Lori. I uh, went on a little bit of a Sydney gaze obsession the other day, and I actually went on Google Maps. It's so funny how weird, how amazing technology is, and then I was able to zoom right in to Sydney, and without even putting it in Google, I just you know you know when the the businesses pop up, I just yeah. I was thought to myself, where would the sort of gay part of Sydney be, you know? And I found the Beresford, and just around the Irene the Keen is um, Universal. They, they briefly mentioned that Club Universal, that's where the Club Sixty was, and um, but I found the Beresford. And I went and I went on Google Street View and saw the Beresford. Uh, and uh, yeah, I, I did a whole tour of the neighborhood where Jay and Will hang out in S- Sydney, Australia. <laughs> That's amazing. And uh, How, so, ahead. like, everything's like right around. Like, like they, I bet you they probably don't even like travel within like a mile distance if of everything they want to go to. Yeah, I didn't find the gym that they go to. I, did you see? I was just going to ask. Did you see? Happen to see a I gym? Does anybody know? If you're in the chat room and you know what gym they go to, let me know. Find out where their gym is. Um, but uh, yeah, and then also I did. If you do a search on the hashtag the Sydney Gaze, so a guy wrote a couple of think pieces for um, one of those like sites where you can just write things. Maybe I'll invite him on the show. But I did find out that there's another podcast with Patreon supporters called The Gays Are Revolting. And they did a Patreon-only uh, teardown of the Sydney Gays. And I know they got into it. It's an Australian podcast. They got into it with Jay. Where Jay said... Really? Yeah, 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 yeah. Where Jay said... You see, there was a lot of stuff I realized. This, I, so I've, I've already formally invited the boys from The Gays Are Revolting to come on the show. Uh, I don't know if they will or not. I just did it like right before we came on the air. But 
there is a whole other universe of fighting that was going on that doesn't make it to the podcast. So, um, uh, so anyway, um, one of them being he, Jay gets into it with the the gays are revolting podcast, and he accuses them. And I found that this is an Australian turn of phrase of suffering from tall poppy syndrome. And tall poppy huh. syndrome is when you try and tear down or um, uh, you rip apart or criticize people who are rich or more successful than you are. And so I'll happily say that I have suffered from, suffer from tall poppy syndrome. Had I known, Wait, I would have called... What was it again? You try and tear down something? Let me actually who's... get the Google translation uh, to tall poppy... Here we go. Syndrome. Can I just look for it? So it's right there. Here it is. It's Australian. It's informal. And it says... Uh, and New Zealand. Uh, a perceived tendency to discredit or disparage those who have achieved notable wealth or prominence in public life. Oh, boy. So yeah, it's yeah, really yeah. just like a uh, like a uh, humble brag. Right for here, the purpose, like I could be like you're you're suffering from two peepee syndrome. Yeah, it's kind of weird to say it's it about like, yourself. Yeah, it's I'm, basically like I'm so fucking awesome that you y'all are haters. Yeah, here's another definition from the slug from Wikipedia. The tall poppy syndrome describes aspects of a culture where people of high status are resented, attacked, cut down, strung up, or criticized because they have been classified as superior to their peers. So it's kind of ballsy for Jay to say like, ee! oh, I'm sorry, he's the Frankenstein one. Yeah, hey, you're different from two poppy syndrome. Two poppy syndrome, I might. Oh, you got two poppy syndrome, I might. You to go to go on the tall poppy. On the I think poppy. I think that sounds more attractive than what Jay actually sounds like. Yeah, you know like what? I would yeah. be happy if he had that kind of. You know what? You're right. Deep bravado. You know what? I'm gonna try and do what he sounds like here. Hold on. Because well, he has a, no, no, no. Will does have a. No, I'm sorry. Jay does have a deep bravado. But it sounds like. But he tried, like you said last time, he tries to make it higher. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I could have told Bubba Syndrome. I put something in my mouth right now so I could sound just like Jay. I'm 26 and I'm a junior manager. I'm 26 and I'm a junior manager, so I did go to the army and now I'm a junior manager. I'm a project manager. Oh, yeah. I'm a project manager of business development. I gotta find a better way of doing that. Oh, Humble Pie says, according to Jay Fisher's Instagram, he goes to Fitness First Australia. Okay, so you know what? Um, while we're while we're listening to something, I'm gonna do a Google Maps Fitness First Australia. I'm gonna put them. I, I wonder if that's like the equinox of of uh, you know Australian gyms. Well, it must be the cool one to go to because that's where they all met each other, you know? Uh, fitness First Australia. Okay, here it is. Oh, on Bond. Oh, wait, no, it's the same street. I know this street. It's the same street as the Beresford. Hold on. I found, okay, so I found Fitness First. All right. Lori, I'm not even joking. I bet you, oh my god, this is crazy with the information I just found out. What street, street is it on? It's on Bond Street, right? But before you even go there, right? Before you even go there, right? it's right across the street. Oh my god, you know this is where he works. It, you know what the name of the business is? Right across the street? What? Essence Project Management Property LTD. Oh my god, that's it. Okay, that's it. let me see, let me see here where the... 
where the where the uh, Beresford is. Oh, they're closed July. They closed July tenth. I wonder why they closed July tenth. Is that like a special holiday? It's your puppy day. It's total puppy day here in the street. Yeah. So we close everything down. You know, it's a national holiday. We, we close everything down so that the two puppies can go to the gym. They can go to the Beresford. They can do all the okay. So okay. So let me let me let me put a um. So fitness first. I'm gonna put a little pin here. I'm gonna drop it right there. Okay. And now I'm gonna put in. So it's on. So just remember, it's on Abercrombie. Of course, appropriately enough, it's on Abercrombie and Pitt Street on the corner on Bond Street. Okay. Oh wait, I'm looking the wrong way. Oh, it's the Queen's birthday. Oh my gosh, I think it's down the street from. It might be on the other corner from, oh my God, I'm going to look it up right now. Beresford, the Beresford. Okay, there's the Beresford. Okay, no, the Beresford is on Bork Street. Sorry, it's on Burke Street. It's on Burke Street. So where's Bond? I'm going to say that they're still right next to each other. Hold on. I know everyone, this is, uh... so we're looking for, how do you find... How do you find things in a city you've never been? Tell me that, Lori. Uh... Okay, okay. So I have a basic view of where it is. Okay, now I'm going to look up again where Fitness First is. Okay. Okay, all right, okay. I see where they are in relation to each other. Um. Oh, wait, there's a bunch of them. There's, I don't know, but there's no... There's, okay. Well, we're going to have to guess. So it's, it's a chain. It's kind of like um, 24-Hour Fitness. But there is one right by... Um, I'm, wa- I'm, like, looking at the, um, the okay. like, view mm-hmm. of the gym. Mm-hmm. And it looks like it is an Equinox kind of style thing. Okay. And the one I'm looking at is right the... It's uh, the Fitness Fest that I'm looking at is... The one on Oxford and uh, Riley. It's in Oxford and Riley is the. Is it on Bond Street? No, the one I'm looking for is on Oxford and Riley, but then on Burke, which is just here in the corner, you got uh, the Beresford. You got the Beresford right there, and then the Universal's right around the corner. Huh. Yeah. We're just trying to find. It's almost like Lord of the Rings. I'm trying to find the universe of. Uh, <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm looking at this and I'm like, oh my god, this is yeah, this is a. I would love to do a map of all the places. See, this is why I want to get the boys from the gays are revolting on here because then they can tell us like which fitness they probably know. You know, they all probably know which where where they go and stuff like that. Fitness fist. Oh, they have like uh, punching bags too. Yeah, well, look, so do we. It's called Will Saban and Jay Fisher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, they also have like a little CrossFit section. Kind now, according of to Laura Layla, Oxford is is Sydney Gay Mecca. Oh, that makes sense. Is that the one I was talking about? It's right around the barrister. Yeah. 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 Yes. I bet you. Have yeah, they one. have like a little bit of a like a tiny like CrossFit section mm-hmm. in the gym, so they kind of got every. Yeah, it's like an Equinox. Man, yeah, yeah, I would yeah, love yeah. to be in that gym. I would live at that. We wouldn't let you in. We wouldn't let you in. Probably not. They'd probably stop you at reception and be like, What you doing here? The bigger king's in the street. (laughs) Why don't you go over there? You're in the ring location. Yeah. 
You know, hey, do you know this is a gym, right? We don't allow fit people in here. In fact, you're not going to see a single fit person in the Instagram page. I'm looking at the Instagram page right now. And I don't see a good damn thing. Someone like you, big fat pig like you. And kill your other fit friend, Jude. You're not to come in here either. He's too real. Too real. <laughs> I will say, I could masturbate to this Instagram page. I will say that. Okay. Uh, I, I mean, I feel like you have. I don't think it's like a matter of... If it's a matter of when and how, uh, how, how, what kind of volume? Yeah. Uh, okay. Are we ready? To, are we ready to to, re- to go back into the Sydney gangs? Yes. All right. So for those of you, the last we left off, we uh, will basically did an interview of Jade. It's just been Jay talking about himself, how he was a property manager at 26 and he was in the army and he's an Instagram model and he's super famous and whatever. It's just so hard being him, yada, yada, yada. Right. And he can't pay his rent. Yeah, he can't pay his rent, but well, he's getting evicted, but he works in puberty, so he, he knows puberty. how to pay his rent. So I'm working puberty, and then and then also we found out Will is surprised every month when he gets paid every he gets, <laughs> every every week, every week, every week he gets he has to pay rent. Mm-hmm. So it's you know, and then he's like, and then where did my money go? Yeah, all right, here we go, here we go. So obviously, Will, I've known you for many years. That's Jay, by the way. Is I yeah, know exactly. Yeah, so they, they remember this is like their smooth transition. By the way, all of our gay listeners or gay male listeners were so thirsty for this Jay Fisher. And I will say he has an attractive body, but he does. And I, this is a legend. I don't know. You literally just said you were going to masturbate to his Instagram. No, 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 no. To the Instagram for the fitness page. The gym has a oh, someone oh, put oh, the oh. link to the Instagram for the gym. Oh, I, I mean, I would. Are he, you kidding? Have you seen those weights he, and yeah. how neatly organized they are? That... <laughs> hey, there were, there were some thick girls there, too. You would have liked it, Lori. Anyway. Oh, I'm, I like more. I'm more of a clean gym type. Yeah. So um, what I was going to tell you was uh, he, his eyes bulge out a little bit. Like there's something very almost like it, it seemed like the kind of look that someone, I'm not saying that Jay does, but the way that someone who's on steroids looks, you know? Yeah. Like too many, too many times, just kind of like trying to lift that heavy weight, and your eyes just kind of have yeah. that popped out look. Yeah, 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 yeah. He kind of he kind of he deep. You do. I know you wear many hats, and you're always out. In- I should do. I wear a little Peter Pan hat whenever I go anywhere. People just are always so amused by it. And then one of those little cool gist hits. I always have one wear- of them going on there. Go ahead, Lori. What you got? I wear put hat. <laughs> What kind of hit was I didn't get that right there, Larry? What were you saying? A pook pee hit. I wear a pook pee hit. And a pu- wear uh-huh. a, a newsy hit. Uh-huh, newsy. I wear a little a little top hat and I go, top the morning to ya. And then I, <laughs> and I lift it. Cause I love top of the morning. And then I sometimes I wear, <laughs> I wear a leprechaun hit. Mm-hmm. And I run around and say, you can't feed me pity good. <laughs> And then I also wear a pirate hat. I wear a pirate hat and I go, look, I'm a, b- a book pirate. You see, and I laugh and I love dance. I do a little dance and I go, I'm a book pirate. You know? That's what I do because I wear all kinds of different hats. But go ahead, Jay, you were saying? Land on planes, like doing a million one things at once. Like, tell our listeners what you do. Well, I'll tell you what I do. I wear all different kinds of hats. No. I love how I love how he's like, when you're on planes, you're doing a million different things. Yeah, I'm, I'm flying the plane. I'm hijacking the plane at the same time. I'm like, hey, give me your money. I'm going to bomb this plane. And I'm like, no, I'm a pilot. You know, and I'm doing all kinds of things at the same time. 
you know he's one of those people on planes who like has to pull out their like entire office and put it on the tray and is like, I get work to do. <laughs> I get to work to do doing business. I gotta do my grifts. Yeah, doing business right now. That's what I do. I do a little business because I'm a Sydney guy with lots of hats. Property management. That's my friend Jay, but you know, sometimes I'll help him out and manage some properties. <laughs> Who rents out this plane, by the way? You guys really need to rent out this plane for some office space, some shared office space, creative office space. I think you can do something here. I was too shocked when it came to the airport and I had to pay for a ticket. Gee. Oh, yes, I'm, right. not, I'm not used to paying for yeah, things. Yeah, I woke up this morning with all this money and then I looked at my bank account after I got the ticket. I was like, whoa, where did all this money go? <laughs> <laughs> We're three seconds in, Lori. I run we, uncom- we might be hitting it a little too hard. Yeah. Okay, let, let's ease off here. Eat Will Saban Entertainment. Will Saban Entertainment, everybody. <laughs> Wait, hold on for a second. Oh, man. Hold on. I want to do the... Hey, everybody, it's Will Saban Entertainment here. We're going to be doing a lot of entertaining. We got hits. That's it. It's all the corn. This hit, different kinds of hats. Will Saban Entertainment, everybody. We tip this. Watches me do a lot of things on airplanes. Yeah. Do podcasts about what take serious issues like how hot were the guys in the army? <laughs> we gotta use that theme song more too, actually. Yeah, that's good. Here we go. Here we go. Which I've been running now for, I guess, about 15 years, and I kind of do everything um, primarily as a creative director, and I work across different projects, working with local recording artists on pretty much anything from music videos to concert tours, live TV appearances, award shows, single covers. Um, So I do... Pancake breakfast. I don't know. (laughs) But I also teach dance. Um, I'm a dance educator, which I'm really passionate about. Oh, I- God. I'm a dance educator. Uh-huh. <sighs> Damn him. Damn him to hell. He's like the Australian Alyssa Edwards. I don't think this is right. What? I think I found the wrong one. Yeah, I found the wrong one. What are you talking about? I was looking up Saban Entertainment, and it says that Saban Entertainment. Oh, you're about the is- Power Rangers guy. Is an American Israeli television company. <laughs> no, no, no. He spells it S A B I N. The one you're talking about is. Oh, okay. Saban. Yeah, yeah. All right. Here we go. Each across different performing arts schools across the country. And I'm sure if you see my Instagram stories, you'll see that I pretty much live on an airplane. Um, I'm- well, he's always doing a million things on the airplane. <laughs> yeah. Always, you know, she's always in the air, always high as a kite. You know, it's always really fun. So I do that. I'm a choreographer, creative, um, and dance teacher primarily. And you know, I I really love my job. It's really fun. Can you imagine if he was choreographing uh, something you were in? What? Sorry. Can you imagine if he was choreographing something you were in? Oh my god! <laughs> it's pump, shake, shake. It's not shake, pump, pump. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm, uh, watching his show reel video and yeah, a lot of his choreography is just like 
hand pumps and uh i'm assuming this guy they're showing a lot of this one guy in a beard and i'm assuming that's him it must be i know he came out with like a single a few years ago i saw that but ironically not ironically we oddly enough i didn't watch i didn't go through and actually watch the video i should have just watched it i can't watch it's a very visual thing so i'm not gonna watch it now but i'll watch it later all right here we go now i know that you run your own business yeah we just we We literally literally just just talked about it now, I got some now, surprising news for everybody. This guy runs his own business. Yeah, no, I, I don't know how I knew this, but I know you run your own business. Yeah, why don't you tell us a little more about that? <laughs> uh, well, I just talked about it, Jay. You God did. damn it. Yeah, all right. Are you having your own business? Do I enjoy running my own business? Yeah, I think it's really great. But Oh, I my do... God. He literally... <laughs> I thought he was just going to segue into something else. Mm-hmm. He literally talked about it. Yeah. <laughs> what's, your, what's the business that you run? Well, it's about entertainment. Okay, so I know you run your own business. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Leary, got a question for you, Leary. What, what were you just watching right now on the YouTubes? Oh, am I Larry? <laughs> no, you Lori. Oh, Lori. Don't you know your own name there, Lori? Sorry, I thought you said Larry. I thought you were doing a whole thing. Uh, I was just switching. Uh, Will Seabin, uh doing a, uh, talking about his company. Oh, uh, no, that's very good. Now, I know, you, I know you like to watch this YouTube, and, and you just watch this Will Sabin thing. What, tell me what you were just watching there on the, on the YouTube. <sighs> Envy like, yeah. It's ahead. like the question that will never end. Yeah. People that <laughs> have clock know, off at five PM, go home yeah, and have a wine and don't think I, about because I see the them all morning. on Instagram at the beach on the weekends, and I'm working. You know, I'll get one day off, and I'm like way behind on emails and admin and costume designs and sending video screen content to you know overseas for something else. So it's like she's a hustler from way back. This girl, I am. I think. I'm going to say, not to judge, not to judge or anything like that. As someone who runs several businesses, if you're working that much, if you're working that much and you still don't have money for your rent, then you're going to have to up your charges. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you look at his his uh, website, it is he. it does look pretty... Um, good i mean he he's been he worked with share he like hosts events he does all this stuff but yeah it's it's shocking to me that he's still like you know i i don't like <laughs> i'm shicked every single team you have to pee it's like how yeah. how are you yeah. how are you able to do like all of these have all of these different things but then yet rent is what trips you up yeah like look for a long time i was a tutor right basically a high-end tutor now if it was one of these things where i was working like non-stop six days a week tutoring and i couldn't afford my rent i would start charging more yeah for my rent now what now obviously something's gonna happen two positive things would happen a you'd make more money b you'd work less yeah you know also i love if you go to will saban entertainment there's a part that says the team and it's just will saban (laughs) (laughs) It's just no, well, no, well okay. you be, you you win, Lori. I'm gonna have to go now. Look, <laughs> it's, <laughs> just, I'm just like it's just it's just we'll save it the team. Is it okay? I got it. All it's right, here Will we go. W I L. I got it. Yeah, I found it. Okay. 
We'll see entertainment. Oh my gosh! And then like a big dancing thing comes out there. Oh, the hair. With- yeah, I mean, I would say it is pretty impressive. Okay, I, I mean, I think <laughs> you know. <laughs> the team, and there's one person on the team. One person will save and direct. Yeah. And then what I love is there's still I wonder if like somebody else was part of the team and mm-hmm. he deleted them because there's yeah, exactly like there's room is. to scroll down. Yeah, there like is. <laughs> somebody somebody got fired. Let's see here. Will Sabin. Will Sabin is an internationally renowned choreographer and creative director based in Sydney. Clients include she, Jessica Mulboy, Elfie. It goes way down after she- <laughs> like after you hit share, it goes way down. Wait, Jessica Mulboy. I don't yeah. know if I've ever heard of that. Jessica Mulboy, Effia Curry, Nat Conway, Tim Trumpet, Prinny Stevens, Paulini. Paulini? It sounds like a gay magician. It's me, the amazing <laughs> Paulini! A gay Italian magician. Mel- <laughs> Melissa? What do we pull this rabbit out of the hat? <laughs> uh, oh no, the rabbit is dead! I'm making mess of all the stew! <laughs> And then the next person, it sounds like if you asked me to spell a sneeze, that's how I would spell it. Melissa. Oh. Zoe Bodwe. So some of these names are just typos. Denny Hines and then Courtney Act. Actually, I would put Courtney Act second. He hasn't updated this in a while. He's also worked I would locally. Like, I, think, I like Timmy Trumpet, too. I think Timmy, Timmy Trumpet, Trumpet is the best. That's, that's the name of my little ventriloquist dummy. <laughs> hey, look who I got here, Laurie. It's Timmy Trumpet. Oh, not that racist ass. <laughs> Shut up, you fucking white piece of shit. <laughs> Timmy, now, Timmy, don't be saying anything like that. Shut up, you top lard. I'm sick of your fucking shit, too. You know, <laughs> I, I'm surprised you haven't screamed at me the way you screamed at your other co-hosts before on the show. Listen, you know, not- I, Joe, I got to be honest. I feel like Timmy Trumpet is just... And anytime you put Timmy Trumpet on, it's just automatically just goes to the most horrible things he's saying. And I feel like it's stuff you want to say, but are feel too Listen, Lori, I'm not going to put up with it. You know, my grandfather died in a concentration camp. He fell off the, <laughs> he fell off the guard tower. Now, I'm being serious, everybody. You know, I'm... Now, Timmy, that's very offensive to say that your grandfather <laughs> fell off the guard tower in a concentration camp. There are a lot of Jewish listeners we had. They might be offended by the Fuck them! Well... His grandfather was a piece of was a handkerchief, so it's not not too bad. All right, so. listen, listen, I'm sick of you, you fucking beaner. Oh boy, yeah, you know, All right. pretty soon Trump is gonna make America great again. You get rid of your ass. Okay. Good luck oh. with that. There's a lot of ass to get rid of. Now, Timmy, <laughs> I'm not gonna put up with that. You know what? <laughs> I would think you would start trying to fuck me because I sound so young, but I think I might be too old because I'm 11. Timmy, that is really offensive. Timmy, Timmy, come on, dude. That's not right. You shouldn't say that about Joe. What the fuck? Shut the fuck up, cunt. No one asked you. Hey, you know what? <laughs> Timmy, I will come over there and I will choke the life oh, out of you. Oh, you've been over here before. Why don't you hang out with his mom some more and give her your business card? I, I did. What I fucking, will do that. Yeah, what Thank fucking you. business is that? Does she need to, to close caption everything she says? Yeah, she wanted me to close caption the Mighty Mouse theme song. You probably want to put a fist up her pussy. Now, Tim, that's my mom you're talking about. I do. <laughs> I 
Timmy, I'm putting you back in the box. Hey, you better not put Okay, we're putting him back in the box. I, I, we'll have to just dissect this. Um, <laughs> we'll have to dissect this later. All right, here we go. Let's keep we went going. to a dark place. We went to All a, right. Timmy Trumpet might come back later. Here we go. It's really, the key <laughs> to having a successful business actually is... The- He's going to tell us that Will Saban, who works six out of seven days of the week, doesn't have time to breathe, but still can't pay his rent, is going to tell us the key to a successful business. Here we go. Okay. The hustle, and you've got to know to to hustle and to keep the hustle alive. Do you have any tips on keeping the momentum what for your business? What does that mean? <laughs> yeah, Lori, you've got to keep. You got to have the hustle and keep the hustle alive. Don't you know that? that? Doesn't that is a nonsensical thing? That is so ridiculous. What's nonsensical about? It? I don't know what you mean. You just got to have the hustle and keep the hustle alive. There you go. It's all you need to do. It. It's like how how do you st- how have you lived for so long? I thrive. What is that? (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) Jay Thomas Plank said Timmy should host the rumor mill. (laughs) (laughs) Hey. Hey, you gotta really shut that box. Yeah. All right, here we go. Going and overcoming those challenges. I think it's setting personal goals for yourself and having kind of like a vision board, if you will. Can kind you? of like a vision yeah. board, if you will. Yeah. Tim Cook. Uh, hey, uh, Tim. We're here with Tim Cook, everyone. CEO of Apple. Hi, Tim. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing very well. Now, Tim, everybody here, we have the Wharton School of Business class of 2021 here, and they want to know what are the secrets to business? Um. Well, you know, uh, uh, when people ask me that question, I like to quote a very prominent businessman um, because I feel like he puts it the best way. And uh, he always likes to say, yeah. it's the hustle. You need the hustle. And you need to create kind of like a BGB. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, and so I feel like his words mm-hmm. really echo with me. Yeah. Well, clearly you're talking about in class. I don't know if you if you know who he's talking about. He's talking about world famous business entrepreneur, Will Sabin. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yes, Everybody exactly. knows. Yeah, the, the man. That's right. The man who made Timmy Trumpet popular. <laughs> yeah, the man who made Timmy Trumpet popular. Now you know, Lori. I'm sorry, Lori. I'm sorry. Sorry, Tim. Excuse me, Tim. Uh, how did you know my middle name? <laughs> now another thing is 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 Will uh, Saban, business entrepreneur. He he advises that you also have a vision board. Um, yeah, he said he said it's something like a vision board. Oh, something like uh, a vision you know. board. What do you yeah, call, yeah, yeah. What do you have, Tim? Um, I have a I have something like a to do list. <laughs> um, basically, it's a collection of ideas <laughs> that I I think about sometimes doing. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I think that that's how I've been. Uh, that's how I've been so successful. That makes sense. You know, I, we, you know, these kids spend hundreds of thousands of dollars a year, a year every, you know, just get this business school thing going. And that you've just, you've cracked the code. Uh, Now back to Joe over in the United States. Thank you, everyone, even though we're already in the United States. Here we go. Back to the Sydney Gates. I always have a list in my phone of things that I really have to get through and then things that I want to achieve. So I think having lists is like the number one tip. Oh, my God. I think I've got like 1,300 lists in my iPhone. He has 1,300. To to me, he's describing someone who's not good at this. 
Yeah. You know what's funny is I, I always think about this, I, I, like sometimes and laugh is like, um, I don't know if you do this now with, with podcasts and stuff, but like my friends and I, we always like anytime we get like a new like idea or a new thing, we always get like a different notebook and start mm-hmm. jotting in yeah. it. Mm-hmm. And so I just always imagine when I die or when like something happens and people like come across all of my notebooks yeah. and different mm-hmm. pieces of paper, it's going to look like a serial killer. <laughs> manifesto because it's just like random uh, I thought, you know I thought you writing were say what i think which is yeah i do have those notebooks i still have them around but i think with these podcasts it's gonna be like emily dickinson do you know that like the whole emily dickinson story the poet no she died like uh, at a fairly young age not super young but like fairly young like maybe in her 30s or 40s right and um and she had all her poetry in like notebooks you know yeah, and then afterwards, people find out what a genius she was, and she became. But she wasn't famous during her lifetime at all, you know. Oh, really? Yeah, and oh, so, I didn't know that. Yeah, and so uh, I can. I think I feel the same thing's going to be true for me with podcasting. You know, is that people are going to see how how yeah, much after, of a after I'm done, like, oh my god, he was such a treasure, and you know, we we didn't know what a tre- a, an international treasure he was. <laughs> And I'll be ready to be dead. People will be pouring over and like like studying it in I, school. Like studying I feel this like, podcast. I feel like his lists, his uh, Will Sabin's lists mm-hmm. is like um that's like a like it's like if if something happens to him or or if he loses his phone and somebody comes across, they're gonna have to like turn it into the FBI because it's just like, you know, this this one just says like penis. That's all it says. <laughs> oh, this I think no, I think it's gonna be stupid shit like P rent. Yes. You know? Yes. Different. It's like that's a whole list. It's yeah. like different ways to P rent. It's like work <laughs> uh, for beer jam. <laughs> Shuffle off the buffalo. Uh and it's gonna be like uh and then also one other one's gonna be like leave no, leave Sydney shit at do. Okay. Yeah. Or or like different workouts that he does, which is always just tries and buys. Or the different every, every workout just trees and bees. The different little twinks he worked out with at the gym with a little picture of a unicorn next to it. Yeah, well, that's on his phone. That's yeah. his, those are his phone numbers. We get listen me thing to you. All right, here all the different hats he owns. All the different all the different ideas he steals from other podcasts. Yeah. Like we found out that he stole that peek and pit. I, I like to do this thing that I thought of, which is to peek in the pit. Oh yeah, someone wrote to us after episode one to tell us that he or did they, they tell us during the show that he stole it. They said it on uh on the Patreon yeah. thing. That they stole it from a, a podcast called The Cooler or something. Oh, so. okay. All right, here we go. Let's, let's move on with this. You know we've gone through like two minutes already. Barely. Yeah, we gotta we gotta when you were coming up in your career back in the day in the clubs, she was, you know, a man about the mm-hmm. town. Back then, obviously, there was no social media. Do you think that if you had social media back then that it would have elevated your career? Or- oh, my God. Is that shade? <laughs> Is that shade, Laurie? Big into day before they had computers or internet or anything like a TV. You're really old. Yeah, you're super old, but... You know, do you think if you had that stuff back then that you actually would have been successful now? Because you're kind of a loser. Yeah. You, you think you, you sh- maybe trade too hard? Yeah. Right, here we go. Oh. Switch over here. I, I really think um, definitely it would be a big... T- I also love that Jay thinks social media is the everything. 
that the only way people were successful before social media. He knows that, right? Uh, I mean, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't give him too much of the benefit. I think he probably thinks that like, you know, social media is like the end all be all of promotion now. I mean, he even, he was even saying that, you know, he's like, I don't want to have to keep, you know, promoting things on online for forever. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay. Brent. Thanks, buddy. I, I, even when I did my music, I, I, um, Instagram didn't exist. And when I released my videos, like my second video got quarter of a million views on YouTube in the first week. And I was on hundreds of blogs and was in radio stations in Mexico and toured to London and did national tours here. And it was all really exciting. But that was just through the hype and through the internet and through blogs and through um, physical press. Do you know that one day... I filmed a, a, a mariachi float going through a street in, in East LA, and it has um, 1.3 million views on YouTube. Really? Yeah, yeah. You can look it up under my name. And um, <laughs> and I made money off of it. Someone bought the rights to it, and I got a few grand out of it, right? But I don't think like yeah. oh, but like he has a, 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 a you know. Uh, a fourth or a fifth of what I had, and I'm not like yee. I mean, oh, by the way, I have a Will a Will Saban song uh, queued up. All right, this one's called. Oh, okay. This one's called "Wear Me Out." This is the radio mix. Here we go. Wear me out. Hey Jay. And champagne, holidays and Gucci shades, pumping up the speakers from Miami to Ibiza. While the girls are getting wet, where's Will? Is that him? No. It's getting hot. No, that's him, right? Yeah. I think he produced it. No, this is him right here. Oh my god. Okay, this next one is called Porno Star. Alright. Porno. That's awful. Here we go. Here's Porno Star. Hey Will. Hey Jay. Sydney K. Wouldn't it be great if one of these songs was that track? Oh that yeah. I mean I wouldn't put it past them. Right now it's just a drum beat. Okay, here we go. There's two guys. Hey, what's your name? You ever go to the gym? Uh, yeah, I go to the gym. I go to uh, fitness first right there on... I'm not only a shot. I get this fitness first over there on...
Put <laughs> me at a gay bar. Okay. I used to have this bit that I would try where I would talk about. Um, I would be like, I can do. I'm a master impressionist, and I can do any impression. Yeah. And then I'd be like, just throw out an impression, and you know, people would be like, uh, Robin Williams, and I'd be like, all right, here's, or um, you know, Morgan Freeman. I'd be like, okay, here's Morgan Freeman at uh, picking up a woman at a club. And then I just have somebody play like really loud music. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> and then I would just, I wouldn't, I would just mouth words and I wouldn't even talk. I'd just be like, there you go. That's Morgan Freeman. <laughs> that's funny. All right, here we go. Thing about me, magazine. Is it like, funny, Joe? It's funny. I said, I said it was really funny. No, I know. I'm just oh. being an asshole. DNA and SX and um, gay times in the UK. Wait, what, where are we? I don't even know where we are. <laughs> what are we talking about here? Oh, 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 he had, oh, he had, oh, oh. He had the, song. the songs and yeah, how, yeah, yeah. how famous he was yeah, yeah. before yeah. Instagram. Yeah. All of those types of publications writing about me. Whereas now, if I. Whoa. Whoa. Me, 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 me. Came out with my music, it would be a whole nother story because Instagram is like internationally accessible for everyone to see what you're doing. So then, wouldn't you, if that's the case, I mean, music doesn't really go old so to speak, he could re-release them on Instagram. Do it. Yeah, seriously. Especially those awful tracks, yeah. And as a young dancing professional, did you see your career path going in the direction that you're at today, or did you have other plans? Ken, once again, I feel that's a shady question. (laughs) Were you always this terrible? Yeah. Did you you think you'd be bigger than you are now? Are you you upset that I... uh... Just by posting pictures, you you literally have to choreograph dances and sing songs and do all this work. And I literally just post a picture of myself in my underwear and I'm more popular than yeah, you. exactly. <laughs> yeah, when I was younger, I, I was really infatuated with the gay scene. I remember moving to Sydney when I was seven. Did you say infatuated? Yes. It's factually infatuated. Yeah. And it was all really... um all really overwhelming and i went to arc for the first time and i saw this drag show and i oh i guess it must be a club called arc okay go on remember vanity fair was in it and i was just so mesmerized vanity fair is a famous like uh, i think a, like a drag queen as to buy in australia I, I mean, or just yeah, in general in australia i think yeah oh okay in a, a drag queen that looked so much like a woman and i just couldn't believe that it was a man dressed as a woman i was just like and where does it go? And where, and what happens? And I just so desperate. Magic. No, it is magic. Like, she's like, <clears throat> I mean, she's the ultimate. Um, but I remember watching those shows and I really wanted to be in them. And then the opportunity came up to understudy. Laura Layla in the chat room says that ARC is huge on Oxford Street. So I guess it's a very popular club or something. A few of the oh, okay. male dancers that were in those shows. And then I kind of started to become in the shows permanently to the point where I was. Wait, I don't, I don't see the leap here. He went to go see the shows, and then all of a sudden he was in the shows? Yeah, he was so fascinated that a man could look so much like a woman that he had to do it himself. Oh, no. no! Did he, I don't think he's saying he did drag. I think he's maybe one of the backup dancers. Oh, okay. That's the impression I'm getting. Yeah, I'm still confused as to why he's so impressed that a man could look like... Like, is that what he wanted? He wants a man to look like a woman? Like, I don't, I don't get that. I don't know either, but okay. Producing... Uh, huge club shows and I was running nightclubs and I was DJing and I was uh, traveling around the country doing all this exciting stuff. So um, 
it, from all the way back then, I knew that I wanted to be in the scene, and then I got into it and conquered it and had the time of my life. Like I, I am so thankful. Conquered for the time. it. He conquered it, Lori. That's a weird turn of phrase. But to me, like if you conquered it, running clubs and doing all that, wouldn't you still be maybe not doing it, but like in other words, elevate to another level that somehow in that world? And it seems like it, I don't know. I'm curious to hear how where it goes from here. Here we go. Out of the Sydney game, and I life. think that growing up, you have this kind of plan for your life, and you think that you're going to be at a certain point by a certain age. And I think you just need to be um, accepting of the path that you travel and you just got to take one day at a time and obviously have goals in place but not be so rigid about what you're going to be in the next 10 years and kind of definitely just let... and i should know because you know at 26 i became a junior manager of a property <laughs> management company yeah i love how he's like yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna teach you a thing to be business yeah let me teach you guys about business right here you you know i'm 26 and so i can tell you you can't plan for things when you leave you might think one thing from 10 and 10 years from now is something else i love how like literally everything is like see see here's what i've learned being a, a successful businessman number one you can't plan for things you get to kind of go with the punches number two Plan for things. Number three. <laughs> yeah, have 3,000 lists, but don't plan for anything. Don't plan for anything. Number three. Rent is impossible to understand. <laughs> you need to have a vision board, but you got to live day by day and just see where, the, where everything takes you. Yeah, do, don't get tied to one thing, but also focus on one thing and, t- and go for yeah. it. You got to have the hustle, but then you also got to just learn to kick back and relax. Yeah. You get to be able to look like a man, but also a man who looks like a woman, and then a woman who looks like a man. And then once you conquer the club scene and the DJ scene and the fitness scene and the every scene, you got to just leave it all behind and forget walk away. anything. <laughs> walk away from it. Just walk away. It's done in you. Here we go. Let the opportunities take you in the direction that they take you, I guess. Definitely. And I'm interested. What? By the way, we did four episodes of this podcast and then we quit. Yes, we didn't get I love how they're praise. all talking about how they like they always see things to the end and yeah. they're very dedicated and it's like you yeah. know by the fourth episode it's just gonna be like all right we're yeah. done guys yeah. see you later boxes that you've got at the moment for yourself goals professionally it's very and tight box <laughs> that's a very <laughs> i feel a really obvious double entendre coming uh, tight go. box do they take it do they take okay let's let's make a bet here are they is jay gonna go for the obvious low-hanging fruit here uh you or know will. what no i'm gonna say they're gonna be super um ethereal and mm-hmm. they're not gonna go for it because you know they are gentlemen and they are not dummies yeah they're sophisticated they're not gonna yeah. make that obvious joke all right here we go now what i've had <laughs> oh no oh, oh. Uh, darn yep <laughs> slow pitch and a hit out of the park here we go it's a tight box oh, My- they, they both uh, all right yeah. uh, how long do you want to say they keep going with it <laughs> i think that's the end because they hit because laurie here's the thing i would say they would keep going but we're distracting from himself Oh, okay. Yeah. Friend says it's a tight box, so I'm going to go with that. Oh, wait, you were wrong! Oh! Oh! All right, here we go. Personally, I talk to Andre all the time about it. Wait, they're still going, Lori. They're still going. I told you, you can't, when, when you get handed that kind of delicious joke fruit, you uh-uh. can't stop eating it. Yeah. I always say that I want to get married, so I think I would like to get married at some point, so... Andre, you want a family with Andre? 
I do want a family. I- kids! Kids! Look where I'm taking you and taking you to the beerest fair. But we're only four years old. Uh, this is the main thing. We're going to go to the beavis fair. Then we're going to go to fitness fair. Then we're going to go to the Oxford and go to the Sixie Club. Then we're going to go to the Ark and see Vanity Fair doing her drag show because she looks just like a woman. We're going to do some coke off a of Google Boy's ass. And we're going to do a lot of fun, kids. Hey, Henry. Henry, come here. Come here, Henry. <laughs> You're my son and I love you. Yeah. But you're getting fat. You're getting real <laughs> fat, Henry. But can I have please it's another e-boop please? Nah. We got to take you to the gym. And we got to wick you out. You got to be like one of the other plastics. <laughs> You'd be a great father or mother. I'm a mother, honey. <laughs> mother Wilhelmina. Um, I'm also interested. There's a weird cut there, too. I wonder what they cut out. Can You, you heard the Pro- there. You know, probably him trying to do baby noises. Yeah. It's to know who is someone that you get inspiration from or that you look up to. Okay. All right. Okay. Here we go. All, All right. right. Okay. Here's what we're going to do. Mother Teresa. That's obviously one. Oh, I'm going to say President um, Obama. I'm Obama. Could, yeah. Obama. Uh, oh, you know, uh, Nelson Mandela. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You um, know, I'm going to say, um, what is, I'm going to, I'm going to Google iconic female. Oh, that's a good one. Australian oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because what if there's like, uh, you know, <laughs> what if it's like a really obscure one too, like Gold of My Year or something? Like that? Or maybe there's Australian yeah. ones. Like maybe there's an Australian person. Maybe I, you know what? I'll even take Queen Elizabeth or Queen Princess Elizabeth, Diana. obviously. Princess Diana. Catherine, Catherine Helen Spence. She was the first female political candidate. Okay. Um, let's see. Oh, Dame Nellie Melba was an opera mm-hmm. singer. Sure. Uh, Jane Foss Barf mm-hmm. was an academic. Also my drag name, but go ahead. <laughs> I'm sure she was an amazing woman, but I mean, her last name was Barf, guys. Come on. <laughs> uh, academic and educationist. Miles mm-hmm. uh, Franklin was an author and feminist. Fanny Cochran Smith was a Tasmanian Aboriginal linguist. Okay. It's one of those. Let, 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 let's find out who it is. It's gonna be because it's, it's gonna be. It's gotta be one of them. Yeah, yeah. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, uh, Fanny Durek and Mina Wiley were Australia's first female Olympians. So it's oh. gotta be one of those. Two. One of those people. All right, here we go. Yeah. Um, I really just like get inspiration from myself. Oh my ah! god. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> I really okay. I'm being serious oh. here. I'm being 100. I want audience and I'm being completely honest here, right? Oh, I legit man. thought. I legitimately thought he was going to say someone dumb like Kim Kardashian or Madonna oh, yeah. or like um, you know, like uh, one. Yeah, I was thinking Kardashian or Paris Hilton or something like that. Okay? I was thinking for sure RuPaul. Because oh, okay. they dropped yeah, yeah. like several RuPaul references. Yes, and yes. So I was thinking like for sure RuPaul is going to be one of them. Yeah, yeah. And but I mean, oh man, he did not disappoint. <laughs> I, there's no way I would have predicted that. There is I no way. inspiration from myself. <laughs> you, but wait, hold on. Can I cut it off right? Oh, I just dropped my headphones. I cut it off right there. Do you think maybe, maybe, just maybe? It's a joke? Like, maybe it's a joke and he's not being serious. He's going he's gonna to laugh right no, now? No, no, not at all. All right, here we go. 
I really just look back on old things that I've done. I look back through old newspaper clippings. Oh my god, you being serious? Jay is even laughing. Oh, is he? Did you hear that, Jay? Yeah. Jay, when he says when he says myself, and it goes, I really just look back. You hear Jay go. <laughs> Let me see. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna, now this soundboard I have is not very exact with this stuff, so I'm gonna, I might go back a little too far here. Let me see here. Twenty one. Okay, here we go. Yeah. Um, I really just like get inspiration from myself. I really just look back on old things. Oh, he does. It's very, very, it's very, very <laughs> subtle. But you hear him like, <laughs> yeah, because he's just like, oh my god, <laughs> he really said that. Yeah. All right, I give Jason props there. All right, here we go. I've done. I look back through old <clears throat> newspaper clippings. I look back through magazines. When I'm walking to work, I go on iTunes and put in Will Saban and listen to all my old <laughs> singles, and I just feel so inspired. <laughs> Oh my god! I can't laugh too hard because I will say ninety percent of the podcasts I listen to are my own podcasts. But uh, I mean, I listen to us too. But if you were to ask me who are your comedy influences, yes. I wouldn't say me. Yes, yeah, I wouldn't say. And also, if you ask me my favorite podcast, I'll never say my own podcast. No. No. I wouldn't say any of the podcasts I do yeah. because it's always like <clears throat> I feel like when you say favorite, it's like what are what do you other than your yeah. own do you like listening yeah, to exactly often, so, and often too whenever people know i'm listening to hear like i'm listening for for content but i'm also listening for sound and stuff like that and just hear anything i mean i listen because i think i'm funny but i also well, listen you know, so i can I, be I, like I, oh I, man i i i repeat myself a lot or well, i stutter a lot is, i don't listen to everything i put out i would i don't listen to that many podcasts so uh half of the podcast that I listen to, not more, more more than half, but I only listen to about half of the content I put out, you know, or I'll listen to like a uh-huh. chunk just to make sure the sound is good. But yeah, I do listen. Most of the stuff I listen to is my own stuff. All right, here we go. <laughs> oh my god, get off your iron train! Uh, no, I really, I actually did listen. So Jay Jay called him out. I'll give him props for that. So maybe it seems like he's joking a little no, bit. I don't think, but he's I don't think he. I think he. I don't think he's joking. I think he's serious. But then Jay calls him out and so then he kind of has to pretend like yeah. he's joking yeah until my music the other day though on the way to the train and i'm like fuck i love this song like, what did I-, I say about will saban loving the sound of his own voice anyway um people that i get inspiration f- okay now here comes the real answer because he got called out um, there's different people in terms of music and artists like i really love beyonce taylor swift Oh, okay. Beyonce is a very obvious one. Yeah, here we go. Wise, I love yeah. Terry Muglier at the moment. Um, I feel like Who? he's having... Come on, Laura. Who you know the music that? of Terry Moogly? Oh, okay. Such a moment with his kind of archived collections. Also, well, Andy Warhol, while I remember it. And I did the exhibit launch at the NGV several years ago. Don't you think these are all super basic answers, though? They're basic and also Andy Warhol. They're all people that... Except for Beyonce, they're all people he's worked with. So that Mowgli guy, I think he's. Did he you see that list? he worked with them? I think so. Let me see. Uh, <laughs> or maybe I'm thinking of somebody. Maybe I'm thinking of that Mo- M- Mobway or whatever. Oh, Melissa. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh yeah, Jessica Mobway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, Andy Warhol. He he, he even said it as kind of like a, a humble plug. Uh, like a a slight a sh- you know a shadow plug to to say like oh and I did his exhibit you know and it's like uh, okay yeah 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 here's the Andy Warhol it's like saying like 
telling someone who doesn't know art to name an artist, they're going to say like, Picasso or Andy Warhol, you know? And I think even with pop music, even though the gays do love Beyonce, uh, it's so obvious to say Beyonce or Rihanna, you know? Uh, I, yeah, I would say for the most part, be- I mean, Beyonce's great, but I would say for the most part, it's like almost like, I would be, I would say the shocking thing to me would be more people who say they don't like Beyonce. You know, like I think for me personally, it's like the people who are inspiring are the ones who kind of are, you know, doing more avant-garde stuff. And I feel like Beyonce sort of just like commonplace, like she's sort of like everybody knows her and, and, you know, sees that she's great. You know, it's like she's kind of like J-Lo, in my opinion. Yeah. Like nobody's like, oh, in my opinion, but some people don't like J-Lo or Beyonce. But it's just like, you know there's a reason why they sell out so much. It's because so many people love them. But, but it's I like, feel, it, oh, don't you feel though, that if you're really immersed in it, like in other words, saying Beyonce is your, it, it, it's, it's inspirational to you is like what a 16 year old girl would say, you know, or a, a basic gay, but not necessarily a gay who works theoretically in the music business or in the choreography business. Same thing with, um, in the art world. And so like, in other words, um, if you were if you were to talk to a comedian who's like I'm a comic like I'm being serious, Lori. If you were to talk to a, if you were to meet a comic and he goes says I go up every night. I've been doing this for 15 years. That's what Holland Will's been doing this. I've been doing comedy for 15 years. I go up every night. I'm so busy. And then you say who's your favorite comic? And then he says like you know Kevin Hart. Wouldn't you be like that's weird? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It depends on when Kevin Hart, because I no, feel I mean, like, like Kevin no, Hart. I'm talking about today. I'm talking about today. Time. Okay. Yeah. Although I will say though that there are people. I mean, Chris Chris Dale. De, I always forget how to pronounce his last name. Delia. De I remember we had a conversation, and he was like, um, like he was like, yeah, I've been doing this like five years, and like I feel like I got it down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay, dude, congratulations. But, I mean, he did kill, so you can't really, like, hate him for it. I mean, people, you know, he has an audience. But he would say, like, yeah, Crystal he would be like. Uh, every t- he did Barney all the time. Crystal, I had to introduce myself every single fucking time to him. Every single time. He, he was one of those people, though, that anytime you asked him, like, who is, which frustrated me. Was like anytime you asked him who is your fa- the com- favorite stand-up was, he'd be like, well, I don't, I don't really like stand-ups. Like, I really liked, like, um. Like, I thought, uh, you know, like, he'd pick, like, a wrestler or some dumb shit. And he'd be like, I thought this wrestler was really funny. And I was like, okay, dude. Like, just answer the question, you know? And like, I really, uh, I think uh, Laura Linney's a really good comedian. It's like, what are you talking about? Like, like they would just be weird for weird sake. Yeah, you yeah, know? but, but at least like, weird me is, but he's not saying someone super basic. He's not saying Jerry Seinfeld. That's, you know what, that's what it is. That's what it is. It would be like a comic that I've been doing for 15 years and uh, I go up all the time and I've been yada yada and he said his favorite comic is Jerry Seinfeld. You're like, I would say that still. I would say, because I mean, I, I don't think it's about longevity. What I'm I saying for is like, the most basic answer. And like, I feel like, because some of the funniest comics I've ever seen like never got super famous. Like I remember laughing so he's dead now. But I remember laughing so I went to the Brea Improv and I saw Robert Schimmel and I thought I was gonna pee my pants. Robert Schimmel was so, so, so funny. So funny. You know? I have to look him up. I the name sounds familiar, but I, uh, Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. For some reason, I saw him live a bunch of times. And anytime I, like, I saw Conan O'Brien in L.A. He once. was great. Yeah. yeah. Robert Schimmel was great. But Robert Schimmel did a spot on that episode that I saw. And also, I think I saw some other show. And he, Robert Schimmel, I'm like, everywhere I went, I saw Robert Schimmel. But he was just so fucking amazing, so funny, such a pro. But you never hear about him, right? That's, I, I feel like comics say people like that, you know? Richard and, Jenny was Richard always a Jenny. big one. That was always people who people loved. Yeah, exactly. But you're, if you're a comic, you're saying names like that. You're not saying, you know, Ellen DeGeneres. Even though you can acknowledge she's a great comic, or Jerry Seinfeld or Jay Leno, but you, I, I'm I just I just feel that they're super basic. If people who don't know comedy, that's that's who it is. And I think it's the same thing. If you listen to a lot so of, so you're pop saying music, like, but you're you're not saying like people who've inspired. You're saying like, who's your favorite comedian now? No, and I'm it's like you inspi- wouldn't say. Oh, I see. I see. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. Inspire you is a different thing. So you're saying like if some if you were to say who because I could see who inspired you I could see those people but if you were to say like who's your favorite comedian now right now you wouldn't say Ellen DeGeneres you would no. say like you know you I don't even think I would say Susan Westenhofer who used to be my one of my favorite comedians I would say like you know uh, Matt Viola or uh, even Marie, possibly Maria Bamford but I feel mm-hmm. like she's still. You know, but pretty I think well Maria, no, but it has to be not well known. Maria Bamford is still, I feel, enough where you could say, like, that who's inspired me. It's not super obvious, you know? It's not who my mom is going to say. But, and and so with Will, like, I would have more respect if he said Timmy Trumpet uh, inspired him. <laughs> Timmy. Oh, my God. He's really annoying. That guy, I mean, it's like, you know, just, just, you just need to get him drunk so he'll pass out because I'm I just, know. I'm tired of listening well, to him. Well, I put him in that away luggage hoping that he would pass out, but uh, he still seems to be breathing. The problem with the away luggage is he's got so much room to breathe. <laughs> I know. You he's know? building an apartment in there. I know. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, uh, but yeah, but anyway, let's, let's move on with it. How, have you, how, how much time do I have you for left? Uh, I'd say like 15 minutes. All right, here we go. And I've always been such a fan of his work. He's super, super, super talented. Thank you, Andy. <laughs> Andy Warhol, so obvious. <laughs> Andy, Andy. That's what people used to call um, Andre at his work. When, he, when I first Great story. met him, they used to call him Handy Andy. Speaking of Andre. Yeah. Uh, now remember, because he Andre- gave a lot of hand jobs. Yeah. That's why. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where did he get you handy, Andy? Because yeah. I'm really handy with uh, with stiff. It's and then some guys walking by. It's because it gives a lot of hand jobs. And also, by the way, Jay, I noticed they when I first met you, they called you BJ. What was that? Oh. Because <laughs> uh, uh, uh. your name's Ke- Kevin. <laughs> they call you BJ Kevin. Was it love at first sight? And do you believe in love at first sight? Love at first sight. <laughs> Andre's over there shaking his head through the window. Uh, it was love at first sight for me. And I believe that when I saw him, he was staring at me and he kept looking at me and he was always just checking me out and he kept... That's... What? I've never heard someone say in their meet cute about how the other person was just so into them. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, I think it's weird. All right, here we go. Giving me, like, vibes. And so I... I think he just wanted to use the equipment you were on at the gym. (laughs) 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 He 
just, I really, I honestly, I remember at the time I was really obsessed with trying to find, this sounds really bad, but I was really obsessed with trying to find a like British a British guy. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I really want to find a British guy, a British boyfriend. I'm like really on the hunt for a British guy. And I saw him. I seems very shallow. Shocking. Yeah. I, I feel like that used to be that that kind of plays with age. I feel like that used to be a thing where nowadays I think it's real. It's actually really um, taboo to say that for some, and, and I kind of understand both sides, but I feel like it used to be okay to be like, Oh, I really want to meet a British guy or I really want to date a Mexican guy or, you know, mm-hmm. but now it's sort of like, well, we can't, you can't say that now. You have to kind of just go like, I want to meet somebody with a good personality, <laughs> which is like, I'm not saying that's bad. I'm just right. saying that. Here we go. And I'd never seen him before. And I thought he was a British backpacker because at Fitness First King's Cross, there's like a million. Re- oh, he really did meet him at the gym. Yeah. Oh, wait. He said at Fitness First King's Australia. He named it. Really? Oh, uh, so that the one that you were looking at, that's the one that they. Oh, it is? Yeah. Didn't you say that's the one you were looking at? Oh, the King's know. one? Is it? Let me see here. Maps.google. Let me see. Fitness First Kings. Oh, Fitness First Kings Cross. Here we go. I think that's where it is. Um, Fitness First FYI, did you have you seen the music video for Porno Star? No. Oh, I'm looking at it right now. I'll send it to you. It's just literally guys shaking their junk. Oh. So. Oh, that Just one seems not to be very close to the Beresford. It's over in, in like in the more in, looks like northern part of Sydney. All right, here we go. So I saw him, and I was like, for sure he's British. And I think that was I think that's what you said to me. Actually, said. I went up to him and I'm like, "Where are you from? Are you from England?" And he's like, <laughs> "No, I'm from I'm I'm from America." And I'm like, in my head, I was thinking, "Damn it!" I know, but then I was also thinking, "Green card." <laughs> Uh, what a, what a, why would you admit it was such a shallow way that you met your 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 partner? I I also love how Jay like like he literally sticks with the joke. Like you know that he tells that joke to everybody. Yeah. He's like, I was speaking green card. Like I don't. Did I ever tell you about what my family and I went to Disney World one time? And it just so happened to be my parents like twenty sixth wedding an- or um, not even. I think it was like twentieth wedding anniversary or something, mm-hmm. and. Mm-hmm. They we went to this luau in Florida, at the uh, like Hawaiian part of Disney World, and mm-hmm. um, they had all these people come on who had just who were had just gotten married or were newlyweds or were celebrating anniversary. And my dad and my mom went up, and my dad always has this joke where anytime somebody asks how long have you guys been married, he'll always say like he'll always give like um, you know a really uh, like low answer. So it'd be like five years, but we've five years of wedded bliss, but we've been married for 35, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And so that's his joke. So the lady comes up to him and she's doing like across the line. She goes, how long are you guys been married? And people be like, Oh, we're newlyweds. We just got married last month. Or, you know, we've been married for 40 years or whatever. So they go to my parents and he goes, how long have you guys been married? And my dad goes five years of wedded bliss. And the lady goes, great. And moves on. <laughs> And so my dad has to track her down and goes, no, but I meant, I meant five years of wedded bliss, but we've been married for 35 years. And Lily was like, wait, what? So how long have you guys been married? He's like, and my mom was just like, just say 35. (laughs) So it's like, he still had to finish the joke, 
but he was so it's like will was like and when uh jay goes damn it will goes yeah yeah okay but also i was saying (laughs) she was like don't you dare interrupt my jokes so (laughs) you're terrible you're terrible muriel so you told me a story a little while ago about how you met paris hilton when she well look they're they're covering very serious topics lori oh man I mean, it's like it's almost like meeting Hillary Clinton. You know, it's like like they're gonna they're gonna brag right now. Yeah, they're gonna name drop Paris Hilton, a name that was dropped from the names to drop list in about two thousand six. Yeah, you know she's a DJ now. Well, well, this one I knew her with both DJs, and I conquered that scene. And she goes, "Hey, I'm from I'm from America, and I'm a DJ. I want to meet the king of DJing in Australia." Yeah. Okay. A couple of years ago. Yes. Um, a couple of years ago, all right. What? Who's bragging about meeting Paris Hilton a couple of years ago? And, and like, dining out on that story t- still. Like, yeah. it's, like, like, not, like, you know, not talking about it. It's, like, hey, uh, tell me something interesting about yourself. You meet Paris Hilton a couple of years ago. <laughs> That's the story that you're going with. On yeah. the first episode of the podcast, it defines who you are. That's the most fascinating thing about you. Yeah. All right, here we go. That come about? How are you involved in that? I've met Paris maybe two or three times now. Whoa. That was back in the the Sydney Glory days, I guess. I two years ago, a whole two years ago. I can I can almost remember it now. Hold on, let me see if I can find like the the dream uh, yeah. sound effect. Well, found it already. That was easy. YouTube's great. All right, here we go. I, I can almost remember it now. It's just, Oh, wait, I gotta put on that club music. Hold on. Had been doing work with Courtney Act, and she had just come off Australian Idol. Courtney Act just came off Australian Idol. That was more than... Could, wait, no, that can't be true. Courtney Act was on Australian Idol before she was on season six. Season six was like 2000... Gosh, I want to say 15? So that's not two years ago. Hold on. Courtney Act, Australian Idol. Let's see, when was that? She was on... Season one... It looks like it was 2003. I could be wrong, though. I don't know. Someone find out the information for me in the chat room. All right, but 2003 is not a couple years ago, if that's the case. All right, here we go. And she was, like, just signed a record deal, and she was doing a lot of really awesome stuff. And she there was an after party, I think, no. for the Matrix movie. Hold on for a second. Someone in the chat room said that she didn't know... No, Jay said to Will, someone in the chat room said he didn't say he met her two years ago. No, Jay says, a couple of years ago, you met Paris Hilton. Yeah. 
at this bar that was kind of next door to Ark and we were all there dancing next door and she messaged us and said that she's with Paris and Nikki next door. And so she got us into this VIP after party and we all came up and met Paris and hung out. And then the next time I met her, I was doing a... That's the, that's the first time. Right after Australian Idol. If anyone can find out when Courtney Act was an Australian Idol, I know it wasn't 2017. I've been doing a lot of work for... Um, uh, a guy that owns a lot of nightclubs in um, The Cross, and she was at Hugo's. I mean, giving him he jibs. <laughs> what were you saying there, Larry? I mean, giving him he jibs. So there was only maybe five or six people there, and I got a message to come over and see her. And when I. P- when when Peebus Hewton calls you, you go. You, you When you summon by Peebus Hewton, you have to go and meet her. It's a rule. It's a law. There. Um, it looks like 2014. Okay. Remember That's this... Bro- still not... Well, even my 2014 Paris Hilton was done. Net Middle Eastern looking girl um, sitting on the couch with those flip phones. You know, like back in the day, they had these phones and they like... I don't know if you remember, but they used to flip around. And Wait, flip phones were Lori. Flip phones... Were, and this is the second time he's meeting Paris Hilton. Flip phones were not in 2014. Yeah, they were. My dad had a flip phone. All right, here we go. It's this girl just sitting there by herself. No one was paying her any attention because she was just like Paris's friend that was sitting there. I was talking to Paris about Courtney and saying, oh, you know, blah, 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 what's been happening, and it's really good to see you again, and, and this sort of stuff. And I just remember that this girl was sitting there the whole time, as it would be... It was Kim Kardashian. Oh, had my I God. Know, right. Had I known. Kimmy K herself. Had I known and gone back and... T- Kim Kardashian. Had I, had I known. Had, had I known I, I would have been friends with Kim Kardashian and she would have inspired me. Oh, my God. Oh, my God almighty. Okay, now I'm going to see here. I'm going to... Okay. No, 2014, she was on... Um, uh, in 2003, in 2003, uh, okay, Jenick, that's uh, his real name, Shane Jenick, is Courtney Act's real name, first came to prominence as Courtney p- comp- competing on the first season of Australian Idol in 2003. Oh, 2003, okay. So, um, so, it's just, so since 2003, and that's when Paris Hilton was very famous, is 2003. So, and so, He's been holding on to this Paris Hilton story for 16 years, and that he that Kim Kardashian was there because Kim she, Kardashian used to be Paris Hilton's uh, personal assistant. Yeah, I mean, well, that's how she became famous, and then she made the sex tape, and her mom released it, yeah. and it became, and that's how she became famous. Yeah. So let's try and date this here. So the second time, Kim, this is the kind of detective work I do. Kardashian sex tape year. 2003, received wider notice after releasing a 2003 sex tape. Oh, but it came out in 2007. So sometime between 2003 and 2007 is when Jay met Kim Kardashian. I'm sorry, Will. I'm, I, w- I, w- well, I wouldn't have had a selfie because I didn't have a phone that took photos, but I would have at least introduced myself and said, oh my God, you're going to be so famous one day. I love you. I'm going to follow you on Instagram and watch your TV show every week. What are these things? I'm going to introduce you to these things that don't even exist yet. I'm, you're going to be so famous and you're going to be on it. Okay, there's going to be a thing called Instagram. 
and you're going to be on it, and you're going to be so famous because you fucked some guy. You fucked up Brandy's brother. Is that who it was? Yeah. Yeah. Uh God, you fucked, okay, remember, you know how, okay, because it didn't come out until 2007. You know how a few years ago you filmed yourself fucking Ray J on a video with uh, Brandy's brother? Yeah, I remember that. You, you're going to be super famous, okay? You're going to be on this Instagram. What's Instagram? I don't even worry about it. And then you're going to be so famous, you're going to have a little Instagram followers, you're going to be on E with your family, and you're going to be famous, and you're going to be married to Kanye West. So I guess you have billions of dollars, but you're going to look miserable all the time. Now, here's another piece of business advice. Once you conquer television and Instagram, quit. Yes. Become a choreographer and Bob and Andy Warhol exhibits. Most famous people you've ever met? Um, No, I don't think so. Um, Who's the most famous person you've ever met? Well, Come on, Kim. Myself. Me. Me. I would say me. I think he's going to say share, probably, yeah. right? He's going to top that. Well, George Michael came to watch my show once, and... Did you meet him? No. Did you meet him? Yeah, I've got photos oh. with him. Oh, okay. Ooh. George. Oh. I'm going to say George. George Michael is the most famous person I've met. Rest in peace, George. Rest in peace. Keep singing those songs in heaven, girl. Now we're going to... Int- okay, so now that you're a new bit, but why don't we use that to stop right there? Okay. Because I know you have to go. Lori, so what, now that we got to know Will Saban, what are your thoughts? Oh, well, Joe looks better. <laughs> or Jay looks better, sorry. Oh, yeah, Jay, Jay at, at least Jay, yeah. I don't know, because Jay was going, but here's the deal. I don't know if Jay was necessarily going on and on about Instagram. Will was going on and on about Jay's Instagram. During Jay's segment. Yeah. So I think Will That's is sort true. of the gross, the grosser person here. In my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Will, I think, but also I think Will's driving the train. You know, I think Mm -hmm. that Jay is probably just as gross, but he's just like more subdued. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like he was also talking about like some dumb stuff too. Well, no, you know, and if you follow the Sydney Gaze hashtag on Twitter, there are people who said that they knew, that they know Will and they know Jay and that they're known as being really snotty, full of themselves, gays in Sydney. And that Jay is very, very self-involved and unapproachable and not very well, nice. Yeah, I mean, the fact that he called those people having tall poppy syndrome shows yeah. that, you know, he thinks pretty high of himself. Yeah. All right, Lori. Well, I know you have to go do a more important podcast. So we're going to call it there. And, uh, and we'll see you guys next week for episode three of this limited series of The Sydney Gays. Lori, leave that Sydney shit at the door. And will you be a killick? Hey, Jay. Hey, Will. Who do they think they are? I know them from the gym. Seeing them at Ferris Bid. The Sydney Gates. Leave that Sydney shit at the door. <laughs> <laughs>